Well, good morning this Thursday morning. Uh, glad you could join us. I uh, hope uh, yesterday didn't make you think, oh, blow, it's all getting a bit too hard work now. Um, I'm going to opt out. Stick with us <laughs> as we walk through these challenging verses that Jesus gives us to alert us to the radical nature of being a disciple of Jesus. And we need that in our day. We really do. Um, welcome. By the way, I'm Goff. I haven't introduced myself on Peter's Kings, and uh, I'm taking us through the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, yesterday we were looking at uh, that Jesus' response to the command about adultery, saying that it really matters and the drastic action that we should take. I'll read that again and then a, a bit about divorce. Goodness me, there's a big old diesel going down the, uh, the railway line over there somewhere. Anyway, Matthew 5 and verse 27. You've heard it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out, throw it away. Better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body be thrown into hell. If your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off, throw it away. Better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Then going on to verse 31, it has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality makes her the victim of adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Um, we <laughs> Challenging stuff, isn't it? Just a comment, just to go back a little bit to yesterday. I hope you heard me say that um, this thing about an eye being gouged out and a hand being cut off. Jesus isn't speaking literally, as I explained. If you gouge your right eye out, you've still got a left eye that you could lust with. He's saying take drastic action. Take drastic action. And I, I began to explore that, what it might look like coming off Facebook. If, if we can manage things well, that's fine. But if you can't, come off Facebook, internet, uh, all those things. I realise you wouldn't better watch me if you didn't have the internet, would you? Hey. <laughs> um, but if, if, seriously, if, if that's what you need to do, that's what you should do. Because we need to take sin seriously. But just to say that, this is, this is one of the reasons we're in fellowship together. We're part of a church family. That's why we're in life groups or have running partners. So that in the appropriate setting, we can keep one another accountable and we can, we can share with a brother or a sister, I'm struggling with this. Would you, would you be praying for me? And, and, and let's have an agreement that, that when I'm feeling tempted, I'm going to get in touch. And I'm, it's a wonderful thing, um, being accountable with one another. We all need people that we're accountable to. And uh, as a team of elders, we are accountable to one another. And so we do. We talk to each other about our, uh, our marriages and, uh, and so on. And just, just our, our things that are going on in our hearts and minds. We talk about them because it's, it's important and we need the family of God around us. So do you. So do look for that. Um, what, it may not be the area we're talking about, that, that you have challenges and difficulties. It may be other areas that, that, that you're not doing very well. Um, I don't know, it may be to do with your, uh, maybe you feel, maybe it's self-pity that's 
that's, that's, that's big in your life and you need just to be perhaps diverting your attention to think of others well share that with a friend so you can be helping one another to work those things through whatever it might be so being in the family of God is so good it's so helpful it's so encouraging praying for one another encouraging one another and now I come on to divorce and I I mentioned yesterday that it, it, the whole shape of marriage has changed in my lifetime it's something that was seen as a foundation for secure family is now just an arrangement for personal satisfaction and gratification I me myself and when that changes I walk away and Jesus says no I tell you anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality the word there is pornia uh, I don't think it needs to go into detail there it's a it's it's a slightly broader word than the word for di for um, adultery um, it's so it's yeah I'd, let's not go there but a pornia speaks for itself doesn't it um, so if if there has been unfaithfulness pornia in within a marriage then Jesus is saying here that um, most would agree Jesus is saying that that means that uh, that divorce is possible not essential of course because there's the possibility of forgiveness and restoration and and so on but uh, it's saying what you know how important marriage is and how important um, the whole issue of 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 sex is um, uh, yeah it, it 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 matters a lot I remember preaching once at King's years and years ago and I just made the comment there's no such thing as casual sex it's in the Bible it's it's there's something <coughs> very intimate and, and 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 beautiful too becoming one it's a it's a it's a wonderful thing <coughs> and I remember some students coming to me afterwards and saying we never heard that before well that's the point that Jesus is making here that love our love it within certainly within marriage should be a covenantal selfless based on promises not just on emotions that come and go marriage is something that is sacred promises made before God our culture really needs to hear this our culture really needs to see this through our families now I realize this morning some of you aren't married and I, I could feel bad about that thing and oh dear this has nothing to do with you but it's so important it does has to do with us as church family and and so I, I make no apology for spending two mornings on this subject because it, it our culture really needs to see marriages like this and attitudes like this that buck the trend and see view love as uh, a beautiful covenant thing we see in Ephesians chapter 5 Paul says husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her goodness me that's a high standard of loving love your wives as Christ loved the church they were as it the church we unworthy didn't deserve it his love and yet wonderfully given at enormous cost <laughs> it's 
that's what it's to be for us in our in our marriages and of course there's the the, the, the challenge for women to, to 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 submit to to their husbands. Now I haven't got time to go into that this morning. I'll be here all morning, but um, the same passage speaks about us having submissive, relate being submissive to one another. It's it's an attitude of all of us as Christians. We're to be submissive to one another as to the Lord. There should be something about our hearts that is not demanding, but is 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 submissive as the Lord and so the wives but I'm going beyond my brief this morning another time we might go there so Jesus is saying here in these two verses sin really matters even in it well especially in a culture that would dilute these things make little of them to our great detriment such that society is in trouble around us fragmenting it's time for us as a church to really uh, be the salt and light that we're called to be in these matters of how we love how we live in our homes in our families in our marriages because it it really needs to see the witness of christian families and marriages in these days and so for lord i do pray for us as church family pray for our marriages lord would you help us to to be light and salt loving our husbands loving wives as jesus loved the church wives giving themselves to their husbands marriages being places of safety where families can be raised. Lord, I pray that you would guard us, that you'd keep us and help us to uh, resist the onslaught, onslaught of the culture around us, especially in these areas, that we would take drastic action to live differently for your glory. So go with us today, Lord, I pray, and bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, uh, I'll, I'll go beyond this tomorrow, so fear not. If, if uh, Thank you for bearing with me these last two days. Tomorrow we'll look at a fresh topic that involves us all, whether we're married, single or whatever. Meanwhile, have a good day and see you tomorrow. Bye now.